The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Joe Frazier is a world champion British gymnast and way back in London 2012, he was just a young little lad watching the Olympic Games on TV with the Olympic rings shaved into his hair. Now he goes into Tokyo 2020 as a reigning world champion in the parallel bars. Now, come what may at the Olympics, Joe's eyes will turn next to the Commonwealth Games in 2022, which are in his home city of Birmingham. So, Joe, nice to see you. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. It's the closest I've been to an Olympic Games that I'm actually going to take part in. So, you know, each day that goes by, I'm like I'm one step closer. So it's just kind of really becoming real day by day. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and training as hard as I can. And have you got your hair plans? Because I know the for London 2012, obviously, you've got that photograph, which is amazing, of you looking like tiny and you got the ring shaved into your hair. Um, like you say, 2012, I remember I got that done on the day of the opening ceremony and I was watching the opening ceremony whilst in the barbershop. So that was pretty cool. Um, but this time, this time round, I'm not too sure. I feel like some of the lads like in the team are going to be cutting my hair, so I'm quite nervous. So I'm, uh, <laughs> over the next four weeks, I think I'm going to have to let them test it out just to make sure that they actually know what they're doing because <laughs> this is a big competition, you know? <laughs> Mate, that is trust, that you're going to trust those boys with the, with the Olympic cut. Wow, that is, uh, that's a, are you going to cut anyone else's hair as well or is it just a one-way traffic? No, I think it might be vice versa. We're all just going to get involved, really. But it's nerve-wracking times. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, like more nerve-wracking doing the gymnastics or cutting someone else's hair, I think. That's uh, yeah, yeah. what we do when it comes to gymnastics. Cutting hair, that's, that's foreign to us. <laughs> Anyway, I, I think what one of the, the the amazing things that will give you confidence on the mat, and I and it must have felt amazing, was becoming world champion. It, it was an incredible championships when you look back at it now, especially given what's happened with COVID and everything else that's happened subsequently, and with Simone Biles as well. So, I mean, take us back to to that to that championships how did you feel going in and you know like uh what was it like for you as it all unfolded well we did a competition a couple of weeks beforehand and i completely bombed out on most most events i was nowhere near up to world standard um but i think i actually needed that to kind of go okay Joe, you gotta focus you gotta, you gotta make things happen and the, the few weeks after that, I, I just focused in on landings and small details that really do make a difference. Um, so going into the competition, I was excited. I knew I'd put in the hard work. I was surrounded by a team of people that wanted the best for all of us. Um, so in the qualification, uh, I try not to look at scores. Um, so I didn't really know. Um, what what scores I needed to get to get into like the all around the team final um, and the P bars. So 
I just tried to remain very calm and just do what I would normally do in training. Um, so I was, I was very happy that we, you know, we qualified a team for Tokyo. I made the other round final and I made P-Bar final. So it was, it was a job well done in, in my eyes on, on that day. So then it was just an opportunity to just enjoy, enjoy myself because like I always say, like we train so hard day in, day out in training gyms to get to those pinnacle moments. And if we don't enjoy them, then it's kind of a waste. So I just was soaking up every single day out there. And then obviously becoming world champion with with the team, being down there with me was incredible. Everyone came down and started lifting me in the air. And yeah, it was, it was a great experience and one that will, will be with me forever. It's great. I treated myself. It was the first time, actually, that I'd gone back and watched it, you know, since it all happened. Oh, it was even better than I remembered it, you know? I mean, what was going through your head when you did the dismount? Was it like, oh, yeah, like that worked? Like, what did, how did you feel? Truthfully, I think the whole routine in my head, I was thinking about sticking the dismount. Uh, I kind of was like in in this mode of sit and dismount, sit and dismount throughout like the whole of the routine. So it kind of just came naturally. But then when I didn't stick the dismount, that was the only thing in my head. I was like, oh, you didn't stick the dismount? You didn't stick the dismount? So then when the score came in, it was quite a surprise to me because I, in my head I'd, I'd built up this, this thing where I had to have stuck the dismount if I wanted a shot at a medal. So that kind of probably made me go through the routine a lot more smoothly because I was only focusing on one thing, surprisingly. Um, so, yeah, I now know that I can can be with the best, compete with them, and I've tried to use that moving forwards in my, in my career. Like, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it, like, success? It means that you get, um, like, more attention, I'm sure it hasn't been that bad for all the old sponsorships and all that kind of thing is much easier when you can put world champion next to your name. And now, like, come Tokyo, it's like, oh, well, we've got a world champion in the P-Bars, so, you know, like, he better perform. I mean, how have you um, been dealing with that kind of added attention? Has that kind of, have you embraced that? Yeah, I've tried to embrace it because throughout my whole career, I've always felt like when I when I achieve something, because you, you literally go through your whole career trying to achieve these goals. And once I achieve them, you kind of go, okay, what's next? But for now, I, I well, at the time, I, I was always thinking, how, how can I do this better? There's only one way I can do it better now. But since since then, I've had time to reflect and just think about the best way I can be myself as a as a gymnast rather than, trying to be the best person in the world and be the Olympic champion. So I know that if I, if I perform at my best, I'm definitely going to do as well as I can do for, for myself, for my family, for my country. So, yeah, I'm just taking it each day in the gym, pushing myself. My coach is pushing me. My teammates are pushing me. And we all know, like, if we, if we perform the way we've trained, then great things can happen. Because I think the thing that... Uh... To be eighth in the all-around final is not, like, that is not easy. That is hard. That is 
that's almost well for me that's more impressive in some ways than the that you know one performance can get you a, a world championship medal if you're that in that gang of people in the mix but eighth all around you can't fluke that like that is that's properly difficult i mean how do you feel about getting to, into that into that final like you say was that something that you're proud of as well one million percent. Even my dad says the same thing. Uh, he always says like the all around is kind of like the pinnacle of gymnastics because you've got to cover all events. So for me, actually going through the best way I had at that time and scoring a personal best, like you say, being up there with people that I've looked up to throughout my career, and now I'm like in the mix with them. It's it was incredible, and it it spurred me on over the last eighteen months and made me want to achieve more. I've made routines harder. I've tried to focus on different elements that will make it cleaner and just trying to get more score out. So I'm very excited um, for Tokyo and seeing what we actually can do out there. A lot of people will say, oh, well, you have to be in control of your emotions. And I don't think, I think it's about riding your emotions, right? You know, like when to know to let, to release and when to know when, well, I've got to keep a grip on this now, but it, <laughs> oh, and now it's okay to go, you know, like, is that how you, you deal with your emotions or how do you deal with it and, and look so composed in one sense and then, you know, not so composed or whatever in I'd other say, senses? Yeah, you, you kind of, it, you and yourself know when you have to zone in maybe or focus more or can relax a little bit more. And I, I try and do that throughout competitions because, you know, six apparatus, it's hard to stay dead focused for three hours and just thinking about each single element of that those routines. So there's definitely times you'll see me smiling, laughing, joking. There's times you'll see me okay, like this is this is a part where I'm going to have to focus in. That, like there's, there's so many emotions that I go through through a competition. And then obviously at the end, it, it's very much, it's very much a very much emotional time because you, you don't know how you've done. And when you find out how you've done, you might be overjoyed, disappointed. And that's okay. It, either way is okay. So yeah, I just try and, like you say, ride, ride the wave of, the way those competitions go. Growing up, you only ever see gymnastics really on the telly when it's major events. So a lot of young kids only ever see gymnastics when these gymnasts have trained for years and years and are at their best. So they, they don't really get to see people making mistakes often. So I, I feel like it's important that I tell people, like, I, I do fall off regularly. I make mistakes. I, I find it hard, I cry, I I go through it so that they, they don't they do think that these people are human, they they're not robots and they can do it. They can do it, they just have to work hard and I I think it's important to give that back to the next generation. For someone from Birmingham as well, there's another thing around the corner that you know, I'm sure you've had a think about, and that's the Commonwealth Games. And has that been in the back of your mind, like uh, that the Commonwealth Games is on in, in Birmingham as well? 
I, I honestly can't wait for the Commonwealth Games as well. Having having missed out on the last Commonwealth Games due to injury and not being able to do the trials, I feel I feel like it's going to be such a great experience for me. Have well, given that I get the chance to go, my parents, my family, and friends who haven't actually seen me compete, I think it will be great because. You know, there's so many times I've been at school and taken time out and still got 100% attendance because, you know, it's sporting absence. And they're thinking, Joe, how do you still get 100% attendance? You're never here. And it's like, oh, I'm training, I've got competitions. But then to actually see what I've been training for my whole life live, I feel like that would be an amazing moment. And I'd love to be a part of that. So it's something that I, I definitely have in mind after Tokyo. Gymnastics does have this little window of opportunity, like a lot of Olympic sports, about for people who not necessarily super interested, but then get really interested when it comes around. And um, do you have any advice for anybody who's like sort of just discovered gymnastics, thinks that it looks amazing on telly and and how like a practical way to kind of get involved. Yeah, definitely. I think British gymnastics do a great job of trying to let people know the different gymnastics clubs they ha they have around their area. So if you go on the gymnastics British gymnastics website, mm -hmm. they will point you in the right direction of exactly where you can go for what type of gymnastics you want to do in that area and then you can get involved that way. I think you know, for me, gymnastics is the best sport in the world. It's probably also, in my head, the toughest sport in the world. So just enjoy each part of the journey. It Some days will be difficult. Some days will be amazing. But all days you'll be learning. So just keep pushing yourself and enjoy it. Because even you said that you've been you you've been like in tears thinking this ain't gonna work with your coach like before like big competitions and things like that and eventually you just grind it out. I mean, how how what what advice would you have for somebody as well, kind of in those sort of positions? I'd say believe in yourself and have people around you that also believe in you. Because on those weeks where I'll come in the gym and I'll be crying my eyes out thinking, I'm never going to get fit enough. My coach is always there saying, Joe, it's okay. It's part of the plan. You do this every prep. You'll be fine. Like You know you know exactly what is required to get there. You, you can compete. You, you've got the skills. Some Having people around you that believe in you makes you go, you know what? They are right. I, I can do this. Like, I've, done, I've done it before. I, I can definitely achieve what I want to achieve. And having, having that mindset from other people also makes you believe in yourself because you, know, you know there's other people out there that truly think you can do it as well. So I definitely think having that team around you that believe in you will definitely make a difference. Amazing. So to end, I've got 35 questions of which, don't worry, Ooh. don't worry. I'm not asking you all of them. Uh, it's, um, just pick a number between one and 35. Seven. Seven. <laughs> it's an easy one. What is your current state of mind? Oh, excited, happy, joyful, and uh, yeah, looking forward to completing. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> Speak to you. See you later. Bye-bye. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Big thanks to Joe. 
You can follow him on Instagram as Joe Fraser one I'm Eddie Knowles with a nine and E on all socials. We are Olympics across all socials as well. Go and give us a follow. All right. All right. That's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.